Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Miles W. Miller, and this is Creating a Championship Standard of Living. Today is an awesome day. It is Saturday, July 4th, 2009, and those of us who are in the United States, we're celebrating a wonderful holiday. It's Independence Day, um, the, day that de- the day that the Declaration of Independence was signed, um, and this is just an awesome time. Uh, today's show is, is geared around the, the terminology of freedom. I actually hear the word independence, and I don't necessarily agree with how it is presented, but I like the word freedom. So I want to use today for today's topic, we're going to talk about decreeing and declaring your freedom. But before we go any further, I want to thank God for this opportunity to speak to you, whether it be live or whether it be via podcast or, um, or if, even if you're in a chat room. I thank God for this opportunity to speak to you today. I don't take this lightly. I don't take it lightly that you come back each and every week to get more and more information about how to live and create a championship standard of living for yourself. I'm uh, honored, as always, that God would use me for you, and I now turn this show over to his Holy Spirit now so that we can get what he has for us today. Thank you so much again. Uh, it's, like I said, again, it's an absolute honor to be with you today on this uh, on this 4th of July. And a lot of people could probably be out anywhere in the world right now eating barbecue and having a great time, but somebody somewhere is going to take the time to listen to this show, and I thank you for it. Um, we've got a dynamic show planned for you today. Um, before we go any further, I want to give you um, today's divine intervention. You know, each week I give you a divine intervention, uh, a scripture from the Bible, um, and I think today's divine intervention is really dynamic, and I really like it. I want you to um, really hold on to this. Uh, today's divine intervention comes from John 10:10, 10, 10, which states, and I'm reading from the King James Version, "The thief cometh not but to kill, excuse me, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy." I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I'm going to reread that for you. The thief cometh not but for to kill and, excuse me, for, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Today we're, we're talking about Freedom, 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 freedom. That is such a dynamic word to me. Um, and I'll tell you how we, how I came upon this topic uh, as we go forth in the show. Um, freedom is something that people take for granted. Freedom is something that people sometimes don't truly understand. But in understanding what we go through as human beings, that we've been put on this earth not to have a substandard living, but to have life and have it more abundantly. We've been a lot. A lot of us have been tricked into believing that we're supposed to live a substandard life, to live a life oppressed by, you know, bills, debts, lack, and all those things are false. You, were, we were all put here to have dominion. If you read uh, Genesis one, it'll tell you basically what we've been put here to do, and, it's, and none of those things were to be subservient to anything that that is oppressive. Um, today, I want to give you. Seven steps on how to operate in freedom. And like I said, how I came up with this topic for today is that I looked 
took a, a good look in the mirror, and I took a true assessment of my life. And the God's honest truth was I was very unhappy with what I was seeing. And I, I come on the show every week. I motivate people. I encourage people. I write encouraging books. I, I, I'm doing all these things. But the truth of the matter is that in some areas of my life, I'm, I was unhappy with what I was seeing. Because there's some areas of my life that I was I had allowed myself to become oppressed. Well, today I declare and I decrease my freedom from oppression, and I'm gonna show you how to do the same thing. Step one on how to operate in freedom: you have to get mad. And what I mean by getting mad is that you have to look at your present situation right now with the intention that you're going to get better. Not only with the intention you're going to get better, but that anything that is out of order, that is not right, that it's got to irritate you so much that you got to want to change. So in order, in getting mad, it's basically saying, I see my life the way it is at this very juncture right now, not where I'm going to be two years from now, not where I was two years ago, but where I am at this very point in time. And now I have to understand that I don't like what I'm seeing. And because I don't like what I'm seeing, I want to change this. And usually what happens is that people won't change until something until they get to the place where they just they just don't they're just so uncomfortable that they just have to make a change. Well, get there today. Make a change. Don't don't allow yourself to be slowed in into a sense of false sense of comfort because the person that you you're supposed to become is is dependent upon you changing where you are today. I can guarantee you that if you listen to my voice now, there's some areas of your life that you can change that are going to make you a, a much more dynamic person. And it's going to actually bring you much closer to your purpose and to your destiny. So um, today I'm asking and telling you to take a true assessment of your life. And if you're not where you're supposed to be, get upset, get angry, get mad. Don't sit there. Don't sit still in that place that you're in now if you're not where you need to be. That goes along the lines with how our forefathers, the forefathers of this country, uh, their uh, approach to separating and uh, severing ties from, you know, tyrannical rule of, um, of of England is that they got mad, they got upset. They were tired of being treated disrespectfully. But even if that includes yourself, you had to be so tired of being treated disrespectfully that you have to want to, need to, got to make a change. So I, I, I implore you. Get to the place today if there's some things that you know you haven't done yet, get upset about it and, and make a change. That that that's just the only way I can tell you. I'm just ugh. It, it it annoys me not to be who I'm supposed to be. And I know that whoever can hear this hear my voice now, you're probably feeling the exact same thing. And that annoyance is the thing that's gonna actually make you a champion. Because the taste of losing sucks. I don't know if anybody out there has ever really truly lost something that they really wanted. But the taste of losing sucks, and, I, and it's not a, a taste that you, you should ever get familiar with. So after you've gotten to the place where you're ready to change, step two, or how to operate in freedom, is to repent. Repent. You want to you ask God to forgive you for the things that you've done that have caused the oppression, that have caused the bondage. Because a lot of times people can't oppress you, people can't do things to you, and people can't do things against you unless you allow them. So you have to understand that, there's certain things that, that have to change in order for your mind to change. Once your mind sets everything in motion, but then there's a spiritual aspect of it where you actually 
involves God's presence. You ask God to 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 show up in, in this situation. Well, in order to do that, you have to you got to change your spirit. You got to walk in another in the opposite direction of where you where you've been going. So, and then that opens the door for so much so many more spiritual blessings to come into your life. So after you've changed your mind, you've repented. Now, step three is to forgive anybody involved in the act of oppressing you. Forgive anybody involved in the act of oppressing you. Forgive anybody involved in the act of oppressing you. When I say forgive anybody involved in the act of oppressing you, what I'm saying is that anybody that has caused this this, this substandard living to exist, forgive them. I don't care if it's a parent. I don't care if it's a loved one, I don't care if it's an ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, um, spouse, whoever. Forgive them. I don't care if it's yourself. Forgive yourself. Anybody, forgiveness opens the door up to, to a, a, just a world of, of, of just freedom. You, you have to be free to be great. You have to be free to be great. You can't be great and be in bondage. And, and what I mean by that, you, and that's it's all in your mind. You have to be free in your mind because once you're free in your mind, you can you can be you, you open the door up to to tap into the creative nature of this universe. God created this universe abundantly, but you can't tap into it if you have unforgiveness because unforgiveness shuts the door to your creativity. It shuts the door to to flow. It shuts the door to anything that that is good for you. So you have to forgiveness is more about. I mean, if anything, it's 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 kind of selfish. Hey, I I just don't want to be tied down to something that's not going to get me to where I need to be. So you have to forgive anybody. That includes yourself. Anybody and everything. You have to forgive them completely and wholly, and move forward. So after you've done that, after you, you know you've changed your mind, you've repented, you've forgiven anybody who, who's involved in this impressive act. The fourth step: meditate on God's word. Meditate on God's word. Meditate on God's word. God's word is a, is very liberating. It's very freeing. It's very, how can I say it? It's it's very, it's very good. <laughs> That's the best way I can use it to, to describe it. It's a it's, it's a good thing to read God's word. It's a good thing to meditate on on the truth, on God's truth, because facts may change, but truth is always the truth. And there's a difference between facts and truth. It may be a fact that somebody you know right now may be sick, but it's also the truth that God has allowed. His healing virtue, and his healing virtue is available to heal them. He has allowed us to have access to his healing virtue. So the fact of the matter may be this person may be sick, but they have access to healing through through Jesus Christ. And when you meditate on the word, you, you, you connect yourself to God. You, get, you allow God to mentor you. You allow God to coach you. You allow God to, to speak to your heart. And in those moments, that's when things really happen. That's when, when you start getting your, your business fine-tuned because the more time you spend with somebody, the more intimate time you spend with somebody, the more you get to know them. The more you get to know somebody, the more you get to to, to trust and rely on them. And that that trust in God is, is so dynamic, it will change your life. It will keep you free from, from bondage. It will keep you free from oppression because once you know who you are and once you know what you are and once you know what you've been called to do, Nothing and no one can stop you from, from your destiny. So after you've been meditating on the, on God's word, 
You've forgiven anybody involved in any act of oppressing you. You've repented and you've changed your mind. The fifth step is to constantly give thanks. Constantly give thanks. Thanksgiving is a powerful tool because what Thanksgiving says is that no matter what my life, no matter what may be going on in my life, I will give thanks for the things that, that are going right. There are a lot of people that, that will get caught up on the things that are going wrong. You know, the bills are due. They may not have enough money. That they got more month than money. They got, you know, people, creditors calling them. But, there's, but this is the day that the Lord has made, so I will rejoice and be glad. And there's still some good things happening in this, in this day. And, it, and when you open your mind up to the good things, you, they more, they're more willingly attracted to – they're more willing to attract more of their like. They're more willing to, to draw on and pull on the, the, the abundance of the universe because you're giving thanks for what you have. What you, when you give appreciation, thanksgiving is appreciation. When you give appreciation for what you do have, the word appreciate means to grow, to increase. What you do have will grow and increase as you appreciate it, as you give thanks for it. And that causes more and more freedom. So you've changed your mind. You've repented. You've forgiven anybody involved in the act of oppressing you. You're meditating on God's word. and Now you're creating an atmosphere of thanksgiving. The sixth step for how to operate in freedom is to create plans for a desired end. Create plans for a desired end. Create plans for a desired end. Planning is so powerful. One thing about freedom is freedom, you know, the old quote that freedom isn't free or freedom ain't free. What a one thing about freedom is that it's going to require you to become an active partner in utilizing it. You know, in order to truly tap into it, you have to become an active partner with it. Which means you gotta you gotta actually draw the blueprint. You have to actually create the thing that you really want to see. Uh, Proverbs six and nine tells us that the heart of man devises a plan, but the Lord orders his steps, directs his steps. That if you what that tells me is that if I can come up with a plan, then God will honor that plan and show me how to get to the desired end, which He promised me, promised us in in uh other verses that he knows the plans he has for us, plans of plans to of good and for a desired end, for a desired outcome. So it's a good thing to create plans for a desired end, which is easier to do once you've been meditating on the word and creating an atmosphere of Thanksgiving. Plans come, plans and visions come to you quickly like that. So you have to be ready to write that stuff down. That's also you know write the vision down, make it plain. You have a great, a great, I mean a great treasure chest in your mind, in your imagination. And when you connect it to God, the, the sky is the limit, everything above it. <laughs> so you've changed your mind, you've repented, you've forgiven anybody involved in the act of oppressing you. you you're meditating on God's word. You created an atmosphere of Thanksgiving. You created a you created plans for a desired end. Step number seven to for how to operate in freedom is to decree and declare your freedom. Decree and declare your freedom. Decree and declare your freedom. This is um, something that people take lightly, and that is the words that come out of your mouth have power. 
In fact, Proverbs tells us that the power of life and death is in the tongue. So what does that mean? That means that the things that you say out of your mouth can either create life or they create death. That means they're either building or they're either destroying. They're either taking you to your destiny or taking you away from your destiny. But the choice is totally yours. The choice is totally yours. What are you allowing to come out of your mouth? Are you allowing life to come out of your mouth or are you allowing death to come out of your mouth? Well, I, I, I totally, totally, totally am in agreement with you if, you if you're creating life to create a championship standard of living for yourself. And I would totally agree with you on that. I would totally get behind you on that. In fact, one thing I, I created today, I created a, a statement of dec- a declaration of freedom. And I'm going to share it with you. I'm actually going to, this is a short version for, the t- for time's sakes for the show, but what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to write this uh, declaration out, and I'm going to make it available for anyone who wants it to just email me at uh, mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. I'm going to make this uh, confession available for anyone who wants it uh, free of charge. Just email me, and I'll, I'll send it to you. But here it is. Today, I decree and declare that I will no longer be oppressed by the tyranny of substandard living. I want to repeat that. Today, I decree and declare that I will no longer be oppressed by the tyranny of substandard living. I want you, I want you to really get what I'm saying. I want you to really hear what I'm saying. Today, I decree and declare that I will no longer be oppressed by the tyranny of substandard living. I'll repeat this again. Today, I decree and declare that I will no longer be oppressed by the tyranny of substandard living. Okay, one more time. The fifth time is going to be the charm. I think you're going to really get this when I say it this time. Well, I'm really trying to get the point I'm trying to drive home here. Today, I decree and declare that I will no longer be oppressed by the tyranny of substandard living. In other words, step seven for how to operate in, in freedom is that you've got to speak out that which you want. A lot of times we, we've been, you know, we, we allow ourselves to say things that, that are destructive, but today let's go down a completely different path. Let's start decreeing the fact that we are champions. Let's start decreeing the fact that we are royalty. Let's start decreeing the fact that we are the head, not the tail. We are the first, not the last. We are the lender and not the borrower. Let's start decreeing the good stuff. Because trials and tribulations, they're going to come. There, there are going to be some, some things that happen, you know, in your life that you don't understand why they happen. You may not like the fact they happen, but the truth of the matter is that they're going to happen. But you still have to understand that through it all, that you can live a championship standard of living. You can, you can enjoy a championship standard of living regardless of what you may have to face. Today, I decree and declare that I will no longer be oppressed by the tyranny of substandard living. Today, I decree and declare that I will no longer be oppressed by the tyranny of substandard living. People, that was, that's, that's my, um, that's my uh, 
Fourth of July present to you, Seven Steps for How to Operate in Freedom. I uh, hope that you can really take this home and use it and that I've given you a nice blueprint for how to operate in, in freedom in your life and, and also to understand that the guests I'm going to bring on today are going to drive home this, these very points too. Um, but before going to our interviews, I want to, um, to say something. I am really honored. I'm really excited. Um, my book, The Power of Conquering Fear, has been um, – I've been selling this book for uh, like the last few years now. I wrote it uh, with the intention of creating a blueprint just in case I ever got into a place where I got too scared to, to step out and, and follow my dreams. And what I've learned is that in, in me writing notes to myself and in me writing um, blueprints of, of, of success to myself, that there's people who are, who are out there who are just like me, who, who who are dynamic people, but sometimes we get overwhelmed by the greatness of a situation. And I wrote this book, The Power of Conquering Fear, um, with the intention to to give a to create a blueprint, to create a, a a safety net, if you will, for how to continue to pursue your dreams regardless of what you may face. And now Amazon.com has picked this book up, and I am excited to tell you that. You can find my book, The Power of Conquering Fear, at Amazon.com. Um, just go on Amazon.com and search The Power of Conquering Fear, or you can search Miles W. Miller, and there you'll have my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. Go out and get that book today. Tell your friends. Go get it. It is a great read. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a dynamic book for any dreamer, any visionary, anybody who has plans to do anything great. Well, I'm going to get into the interview uh, portion of today's show. I have uh, three dynamic guests on here today who are going to definitely give you uh, tips to revolutionize your life and uh, give you tips to um, just live a championship standard of living, to, to, to enjoy a championship standard of living. Um, my first guest is, um, is a dynamic businessman. He's um, I've, I've had to the pleasure of, of working with him and, and talking to him on, about numerous um, numerous projects. And he's actually helping me um, put together a few projects for myself. Um, just like I said, a dynamic man, um, dynamic businessman uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. I'd like to introduce to you all Mr. Anthony Collier. Hello, hello. How you doing there, Brother Miles? Great news, sir. How are you doing today? Doing excellent, excellent. Join my 4th of July. How about yourself? I'm having a great time. I'm here uh, helping people create a championship center of living, so I'm having a great time. Hey, man, that's a blessing, truly a blessing, just to, to be able to uh, speak with you, my brother. Yes, sir. Well, I brought you on the show today because today's uh, topic is um, decreeing and declaring your freedom. And one area of, of freedom, I think, uh, one area I think causes uh, people to, to walk in freedom is entrepreneurship and being um, being in business for yourself. Um, and I know that's one area that you're really strong in. But could you tell the people um, some of the, the pleasure that you've enjoyed as being, just being an entrepreneur and being a, a businessman for yourself? I, I tell you, Miles, the first thing that comes to my mind is it's not easy. That's <laughs> the right. first and, and And let me tell you why because you have to have the mindset and the determination to actually be an entrepreneur. Now, everybody's not called to be an entrepreneur, 
but you do have the mindset. It is in you. It's instilled in you to do it if you desire to do it. I mean, you can go to school. You can be taught. You can be trained. You can work under somebody. You can do what they do. I mean, it's not difficult to be one, but you have to have the mindset to do it. And some of the benefits is, you know, you got control of your time for the most part. Um, you know, no one dictates to you, you know, what time you have to go to lunch or what time you have to be at work or, you know, what time you, you can go home or, you know, when there's an emergency arising, you know, you need to go and handle that. You can leave and go and do that. Um, you know, there's so many different levels of, of entrepreneurship. You know, it's not just, you know, you become an entrepreneur, you have your own company, and the rest is history. Oh, no, it's not that simple that easy. Right. You know, but I, I tell you, but, uh, you know, the joy is you have freedom, you have, you know, the mindset that you know no one can fire me. Um, and a lot of us that are listening on the radio have been terminated, have been laid off on, on jobs before, and, you know, you the first thing you say to yourself is, wow, what is it that I'm going to do now? What can I do now? Well, a lot of times these things happen for a reason. Um, and one reason for me is, hey, now I have the opportunity to start a business. I can be an entrepreneur for, for myself, you know, and that's declaring my freedom. And the most, I guess the easiest way to do it is to, to become an entrepreneur. And when I say that, I simply mean, Find a passion, find a desire, find something that you love to do as a hobby and turn that hobby into a business because then you're not doing it strictly for the money. You're doing, right. it, you're doing it simply because you love to do it. Like one of my, my passions in my business is automobiles. You know, I love to find automobiles for people. I love to negotiate deals I love, I stay up 2, 3 in the morning looking for cars, looking for deals. Can't wait till the dealership opens the next day so I can, you know, beat them up on a price, try to structure the deal. You know, it, it could be all the way in California. I don't care where it is. I remember one deal was in Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, called the guy up on a, a 92 uh, Lexus LS400. I say, hey, I want this car right here. He says, okay, you know, you, you can definitely have it. I'm all the way in Atlanta. I said, I'll go to the bank, let me get a cashier check. I'm going to make a copy of it. I'll fax the copy to you. It's in your name so you can see, you know, that I'm purchasing this vehicle. I'm serious about it. I jumped on the flight the next morning. Delta flew down to Jackson, Mississippi. He picked me up at the airport, showed me the car there, you know. I left it at the Heron Gear Lexus place, let him go through it, and I flew back to Atlanta. And then Heron Lexus called me and told me, hey, your car's ready. Come on back. It's, it's fine. And, you know, it's been serviced and all that. So, had it not been a passion for me, it's no way I would have went to that, you know, extreme just to purchase a vehicle. There's tons of vehicles right around here, but I saved about $3,000 simply by going outside. So you have to think outside of the box a lot of times, you know, when you're, you're talking about, you know, entrepreneur, talking about a business. That's why I say find your hobby first and, and turn your hobby into a business because your hobby is something that you enjoy doing, this is where you get your peace. This is your passion, something you just, it's, it's on your heart to do. And then find a way to turn that into a business. Then it becomes easier for you to do the business as, it, as opposed to, 
finding a business because it makes a lot of money, and you got to now teach yourself, understand the business, and then, you know, try to make the money, and then it becomes work, you know. Entrepreneurship, in my opinion, should be a lifestyle. You with me? Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, that's just – go ahead. So what are some of the other freedoms? I know you said, you know, one freedom is that you don't have to worry about getting fired. You know, what are some other freedoms that you enjoy? Well, not getting fired uh, my time. That's one thing. I got control of it. If I want to take a vacation – for two weeks, I can take that vacation for two weeks. Let me explain something to, to people out there. You have different areas, and, and a lot of you are, I have a, a book I strongly suggest that you read. It's by Robert Kiyosaki, and um, it's the one that he, read, he wrote after A Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's called, um, I just drew a blank right there. But it deals with the four quadrants of entrepreneurship. Um, right, right. And then it talks about, you know, being an employee, talks about being self-employed, talks about being a business owner, then it talks about being an investor. And the employee and the self-employed is on the left side of the quadrant. It's called a cash flow quadrant is the name of the book, cash flow quadrant. The left side is employee and self-employed. The right side of it, and, and just picture drawing a a line straight down vertically and then another line horizontally in the middle, like a tic-tac-toe line. And on the right side, top of that would be B for business owner and then I for investor. The difference is the right side is, is your money makes money for you. Bill Cosby said it best. He said, if your money is not making money for you, you're broke. How many, <laughs> how many people are – employed or self-employed, but you have to stay married to that that's generating income for you. In other words, if you left that job or if you left that business as being self-employed, can that business go on without you for two months, maintain the income that it's making, or generate more income? On the right side, for instance, being a B, a business owner, Take, for instance, a McDonald's. You have a system that's in place. That system is designed to make money whether you're there or not. Right. Up under that is an investor. For instance, I invest in real estate. It's designed, if you go after passive income, it's designed to make money for you whether you're there or not. Going back to the left side, as E, an employee, if you don't go to work, guess what? You don't get paid. Right. Being self-employed, meaning you just own the business, if you're not there to run that business to make sure everything goes the way it's supposed to be, guess what? You don't get paid. So it's, it's the mindset that you have to have when you, you, you want to declare your freedom and become an entrepreneur because it's not as easy as just setting up a business and all of a sudden the income co comes in and, you know, you, it's glory. It's not that easy. It takes a lot of work. And, you know, you, a lot of drive, a lot of termination. That's why I say start with your hobby, something you enjoy doing already, something that, you know, you just have a passion and desire to do. But the benefits, again, is time. You can control your time, you know. You can control, you know, your, your, your vacations. If you want to go away for a month, you can do it because you've got a system that's in place that's making money. You know, I have a lot of real estate, a lot of properties. 
you know, like today, on 4th of July, I'm there fixing a, a leak. I had a guy with me fixing a leak in the, in the property, you know, replacing sheetrock and, you know, all kind of stuff that he does. But I didn't have to be there. I was there because I just simply wanted to be. I called him on the phone and said, hey, go out to this place and fix this leak. I just, go, I just went out there just to check on it where everything was going fine. But I didn't have to be there. It's going to continue to make money for me whether I'm there or not. So, folks, make sure you, you do something that you love to do. You find a hobby. Make sure it's a passion that's in your heart, something you got a desire to do and you love to do it, that you can do it till 3 o'clock in the morning and not worry about getting paid for it. And Les Brown, who's one of my entrepreneurs and one of your good friends, Brother Miles, yes. he said, he said, find something that you love to do, that you got a passion for it, and you don't even want to get paid to do it. And that right there becomes your business and your window, your opportunity to entrepreneurship. Anything else is duplicating an employee and it's work, and you're simply just going to be self-employed. Wow. Wow. Well, Mr. Carter, could you give us um, just give a word of encouragement to um, our listeners on uh, moving forward at for those people who may, I'm not trying to force entrepreneurship on people, but I'm presenting it as an option. Could you just give them a, a word of encouragement to keep them moving as things, you know, you know, sometimes things can get hard, sometimes things can get a little rough, but to move forward if that is that definitely their calling. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and for my Bible readers, let me just tell you briefly, uh, my pastor, got to give a shout-out to him, Pastor Ginaldo, Lean Lady Tiffany, Great Faith Ministry. He's been ministering on um, dominion, um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and, and the reason God said, let us make man in our own image and after our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over the creeping thing that creep upon the earth. Well, his key word in there is dominion. Let them have dominion. People that are listening, you have to be able to have dominion, which means means being able to, to control, being able to dominate the situation that you're currently in. Do not let the situation dominate you. Okay, the media says unemployment rate is 9.6%. Approaching 10%, the highest. We're in a recession. Question, do you have to believe that? Do you have to, do you have to participate in that? No, you don't. You can, you, you can control that situation. You can dominate that situation. Speak to that situation and say, okay, media says, you know, 9.6% unemployment rate. Okay, that tells you what? You start a business and now get some of those people that are laid off to come work for you because guess what? They are looking for a job. What if you have your passion and your desire? Mine is real estate and automobiles. I'm a consultant. That's what what I do. Your desire or your passion may be sewing. Well, guess what? You have now a desire or a way to create your own line of clothing if you just love sewing. Why not sew your favorite outfit, your favorite color, put your name, your design, your logo on it, and start marketing that product. You have no idea who will see that product and who will take it and say, hey, this is nice. I'll put some money behind it. I'll back it and put it out there. I mean, get a partner. If you have no money and you really want to start your business, get a partner. 
Find a friend, a family member. Find someone else that can help you take your, your design, your thought, your love, your vision, and take it to the next level. It's not that difficult, but you have to be persistent. You have to be able to dominate that situation. You have to be able to take control of that and say, okay, I want to sew. I want to make clothes. Who can I market my clothes to? Start talking to all of the major suppliers, get in contact with the buyers of, of Macy's, the buyers of all these department stores, Neiman Markets. Just get out there and get to work. That's a lot of a lot of times we just don't want to do what's required. You would do what's necessary, but we don't want to do what's required. One of my mentors, his name is Tony Robbins, and you know him well as well. He's, one of his quotes is, he says, find someone that's doing what you are doing on the level that you want to do it at and model that person and you will get similar results. So if, 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 if Russell Simmons is the person that you, you're designing your stuff and say, okay, I want to be like Russell Simmons. I want to be like Puff Dad. I'm Peter. I want my stuff in every country in the world, every city in the United States. Do what he's doing. Model him and you will get similar results. So what if you only make $100,000? Next year, your goal should be to make 200 and then 400 and then 800 and, and try to double that every year. But the key is get started doing something. Les Brown, again, got to go back to my mentors. He says, the how is none of your business. Just <laughs> He said, just get started, get moving. Just start writing out your, your, your floor plan, your chart, write down everything that you're trying to do as it relates to your passion, your business, that you're trying to get off the ground. Put it down. Write it down. Make it plain. Put it, a vision behind it. Put it on a wall. And, of course, pray about that, St. Jude. Prayer is very key. And then take off with it. Hit the streets moving. Go to these stores. Contact these people. You can find anybody online. Call these people. Make appointments. If you can't do it, get somebody that you know that can speak the language that you need them to speak. Just get moving and get started, and I guarantee you something will happen because you have lit a fire under yourself to go to the next level, to do what it is you want to do, and you will have the declared your freedom of entrepreneurship. You will have all the freedom that comes along with it. You have all the free time to spend with your family. You can go on your vacation. You have income, you'll be able to bless your church, you know, financially, you'll be able to take care of the poor, you'll be able to do all of the things that your heart desires over and above, you know, your houses, your cars, your clothes, and all this other stuff, but you'll be able to fulfill some of the things in life that your heart desires, you know, some of the, the passions that, you know, our fathers and forefathers and mothers and grandfathers, the dreams that they've dreamed and the prayers that they've prayed for us you'll be able to allow to make some of those come true. But you have to get started. That's my word of encouragement. Do something every day. If it's just an idea, put that idea on paper. If it's a vision, go down there, fifth Secretary of State's office, start the corporation, get a business account, get a tax ID number. Get started, Saint. Well, sir, with, with, on that note, um, let's which let the people know where they can find you for consultations and 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 we're just absolutely honored because that was some dynamic. I'm actually sitting here writing notes as you speak. 
Okay. Sure. My website address is www.affordablebusinessconsultants.net. Affordablebusinessconsultants.net. My office number is 678-287-7426. Again, that's 678-287-7426 is my direct office line. My name is Anthony Collier, C-O-L-L-I-E-R, located in the great city of Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Mr. Collier, we, we appreciate you, and um, we enjoyed having you give us that dynamic information. No problem. Anytime, Brother Miles, it's for you, creating a Thank championship you. standard of living. Thank you, sir. All right. Wow, it, that was just some dynamic stuff there. Uh, <laughs> but I want to move on to our next guest. Our next guest is going to give us um, tips on, on how to be creative in creating um, freedom. And uh, this person, is uh, I've had, a, uh, again, the pleasure of working with him as well. Um, the dynamic person, a dynamic uh, mentor, dynamic leader, um, also a, a, a very creative person, a, a singer, songwriter, um, business owner. I, 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 can, I'm, I can't run out of just describing him. That's, that's just how dynamic a person he is. I'd like to introduce and bring to the show Mr. Perry Bernard. Hey, Miles. How you doing, sir? Great you, sir. It's a pleasure to have you here. Wonderful, wonderful. It's an honor to be on uh, your show, creating a championship standard of living, and uh, just uh, honored to be here. Yes, sir. I, I brought you on today to, to talk about creativity as it relates to freedom. Um, I know a lot of people are struggling right now. They, they don't know what it is they really want to do, but I also understand how being creative and how you know, being like like myself, I'm a writer, you're a writer as well, how those things actually open up doors for us. Could you just tell people, like, how, you know, maybe writing a book can open a door for for their freedom? Well, I, I tell you what, Miles, um, uh, your mind uh, is so expansive, and uh, scientists say that uh, we only use a percentage of our mind, its ability. Uh, but your mind can go beyond uh, your 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 imagination is so vital uh, that if you just begin to to think about things and uh, like I really really enjoyed uh, uh, Mr. Anthony Collier your guest before you just some very very explosive basic principles and also you have to have a creative mind your mind has to go beyond where you are right now. It has to go beyond uh, your present conditions. Uh, your thought is, uh, is, it gives you the ability to live beyond where you are. Um, one of my uh, mentors, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, always says you live in your mind. And what he meant by that is you can create in your mind your world. And a lot of people, they can do that, but then bringing it, that world into the natural, uh, that's where you get into uh, to where people get stopped because you can you can have so many ideas you can be so creative uh, that just like you were saying people just don't know what to do but your mind uh, is a tool that God has given you to think beyond where you are you can be creative just by just imagine you're imagining things that you can do uh, imagining yourself being at a place if you can see it you can achieve it if you can 
if you can imagine it, is something that you can have because your imagination gives you the ability to live in the world you're thinking about. Wow. So you're saying that I can imagine something and it could, I can bring it to pass? Absolutely. The, the light bulb, the, the, the microwave, things that we experience on an everyday basis were in the imagination, uh, in the mind of someone that uh, had a thought. And these imaginations, however wonderful, however fantastic they are, they can come to pass. If we look at writers like Jules Verne uh, that, that wrote 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, when he wrote that book, there was no thought of a submarine or a ship that could travel underwater, yet now, today, that's everyday practice. A, a submarine is not a, a fantastic uh, vehicle. It's, it's something uh, that is a, a, common, uh, a common vessel. Uh, we have you know, movies and books about going to the moon, and we've, we've done that and, and beyond. The imagination of man is so expansive uh, that, uh, that God in the Bible had to stop <laughs> his own creation from coming, you know, and building a tower that would go to heaven. Now, there's a lot of things that are wrong with that, that scenario, building a tower from earth to heaven. You know, first you'd have to get beyond, you know, just breathing uh, something that, that doesn't have oxygen or, or hydrogen in it, you know, right. get into the atmosphere where you can't breathe. So what was that going to be for them to get to heaven? Was it a stargate? Was it a – what was it, you know? <laughs> Obviously, it had to be something that would cause them and cause God to have concern. Man's mind is so, so wonderful. You can be, you can do whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be, it starts in your mind. Wow. So in translating those, those thoughts and things in my mind, how important are the words I speak? Well, absolutely, absolutely critical. The words that you speak, uh, they come from your heart, and, you know, your, your heart is what has to believe your mind. Your, your mind can think a thing and you can imagine a thing. You have to connect your heart to your thoughts so that as your heart believes it, then it comes out of your mouth. And as you confess it, as you speak it, you know, you know one of your, your confessions, Miles, all this, ever since I've known you, how you doing, Miles? Phenomenal. I'm doing phenomenal. Those things that come out of your mouth, they create your world. In effect, we are made in God's image, and because we're made in God's image, what happens is he created the world with his mouth, and we create our world with our mouth also. Wow. So that means if there's something going on in my life that I'm not really happy with, I can speak a different, I can speak a change? Absolutely. This day is a designed as a day that we commemorate our freedom, our liberty, uh, in this United States, and it's 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 important to note that the Declaration of Independence was this that they were declaring their independence. They didn't have it yet, you know. Right. They they weren't free yet. <laughs> they they were letting the known world know and declaring to those who have influence over their lives and to the to the world itself that this is what they were declaring, their independence. They were speaking it out. They were not being silent. They wanted the world to know that the thoughts that they had in their heart, the imaginations that they had in their heart, were now going to be declared, and they were going to live out their declaration by 
enforcing their will, their imagination on the known world and declaring that it will be so. And by such a declaration, their imagination, now their reality became their reality. So because, you know, they moved from imagination to voice-activated speech, and that's what our, our pastor, Pastor Zinaldo Lee, uh, he always says spirit world is voice-activated, which means you've got to speak it out and you've got to put something out there. And once you do that, and that's what they did with this Declaration of Independence, they put it out there, they spoke it out of their mouths, they wrote it down for it to be, you know, documented, now we are free. And then they followed it up with just like uh, Mr. Collier was saying, that you have to have some action. It's not something that was easy. There was a battle for freedom. Once they declared it, they had to get beyond every obstacle, every enemy of their freedom, push beyond that, persevere, and continue until they held their dream in their hands. Wow. Wow. Sir, I wish I could, could talk to you for the rest of the night, <laughs> but the show, you know, I have, have some time and constraints here. So I want you to give the people a word of encouragement for, for using their creativity for, towards their freedom? Well, the first thing is to, to, to know that there's nothing wrong with you. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. You have to be a person that forgives yourself. You have to be a person that goes beyond where you are right now. And the first way you can do that is in your mind. Don't worry about money limitations. Don't worry about physical limitations. Don't worry about any limitations because your mind has no limitations. And I would encourage you today to use your mind to come up with scenarios where you can go beyond your present situation. You can do it. Wow. That's, that's, that's a dynamic message. Sir, it, it, could you um, let the people know how they can get in touch with you if they need to um to, to for some consulting on creativity? You can contact me at P-E-R-R-Y-B-E-N-A-R-D, Perry Bernard at Yahoo.com. Okay. And, sir, we appreciate you. Um, this, Like I said, it's been an absolute honor. I've, I'm sitting here taking notes myself because I'm, I plan on using some of these tools you just presented myself. <laughs> so I, I am thankful for having you on, on the show today. It's an honor, Miles. And I look forward to having you back soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Wow, this is this is an honor for me, people. I, I get to interview dynamic people, and, and I'm sitting here, like I said, taking notes myself on, on the things they're saying. Um, I have one more guest who I'm going to bring on the show, and um, this, this guest, I met him um, just about two weeks ago on Twitter. Um, and for people, I'll tell you, social networking is key to being a successful business owner, successful in, in marketing your business. It's, it's, a, it's absolutely a key to your success. And and you have to reach out to people who, who are doing great things. And this person I'm going to bring on the show now is absolutely phenomenal at what he's doing. Uh, he's, get, he's just in a few minutes, conversation I had with him earlier in the week, he gave me a few tips that I just – executed right away that brought me more attention. Um, he also works with personal branding, uh, social media. I can read his bio to you. He's a, um, our, our next guest has spent almost a, a decade in the real estate field, but now has turned his full attention to his true passion, and that is helping others live their destiny. He is a serial optimist, a global citizen, a speaker, an author, 
a personal brand evangelist, and a social media enthusiast. He's also a true believer and a hope dealer. He helps many people make money and have more fun by building and developing their own personal brand. But most importantly, he helps people develop the courage to be themselves. He has a way cool son named Jacob Ellis, and he resides in Houston, Texas, with his beautiful and amazing wife, Sherry Lee. I would like to bring to the show Mr. Ronald Wilshire. Ronald, are you there? I'm here, uh, Miles. Uh, that's uh, quite an introduction you gave. How are you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. And you, sir? I'm doing uh, really well, but I am getting better as the day goes on. Thank you. <laughs> that's always good to hear. Uh, I just had to tell the people that the conversation I had with you the other day was di- so dynamic, I put on my Twitter page that I feel like I can walk through a brick wall unscathed. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that, uh, Miles, and I uh, uh, I was very flattered uh, that you did that. Yes, sir. It, it was the truth. I, I, some people in life, you meet people, and like I said, we, we, haven't, we haven't met each other in, in the flesh yet, but just meeting you that one moment on the phone, it just, it just changed something. I actually took some of the tips you gave me as far as, you know, branding, branding tips and, and applied them right away, and I, I saw immediate changes. I saw immediate people, immediate um, results in how people were even finding me on Twitter. You know, I, I thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. So I wanted to, to ask you, um, today's topic has been about creating and declaring freedom, and one thing that you, you definitely work with is helping people create a personal brand. Um, and I guess the, the brand is, is how you would say you – how can I put it? You you create your uniqueness in your brand. Is that, is, I call is that it celebrating, right? Celebrating your uniqueness is what I call it. Okay. So, uh, so how, how? Go ahead. So how how would you um, I guess, help people encourage people to celebrate their uniqueness? Well, number one, I think uh, one of the big mistakes uh, and great uh, information on the previous two guests. Uh, congratulations, great great information. Uh, I think one of the biggest uh, mistakes people make is they go out and search for the answer uh, everywhere and they forget to look inside. Uh, with your previous two guests, uh, I think they're on the right track there. The, the, the whole key to you living your uh, destiny and being free is doing something that you're already really, really good at. And what is that? That's being who you were created to be. And uh, I think a lot of people, uh, they can't see the forest for the trees, and I think I was uh, personally guilty of it way back. Right. But uh, there's, been, there's one thing that I'm really, really, really good at, and that's being me. And if you think about it and you want to bring it into, uh, I'm not really into religion, but I am very spiritual. And if you understand God, as, as one of your previous guests was stating, that we are uh, born creators uh, because we're, from the, we're part of the ultimate creator. Every word we speak, every thought we think is a creation. And so if you understand that uh, uh, you have the ability to create the words you speak today, create the tomorrow you'll step into. And I think one of the things, like I said, the mistakes we make is we go out and we seek advice from all these so-called experts, and they don't understand uh, you. Uh, you. You have the ability to be you better than anybody else, and that's the key to you living your destiny. Yes, sir. So how does that tie into uh, people discovering their purpose? Their purpose, a lot of people, uh, I get a lot of questions about this. 
uh, as your previous guest says, I think that's one of the a good definition. Go out and find something you do for and figure out how to get them to pay you for it. Uh, that's, I think that's part of your purpose. But, you know, purpose, a lot of people have an agenda. I think purpose is much more powerful than agenda. So when you understand that you were put here with specific talents uh, and you go out and you discover those, and I think the way you do it, as your previous guest said, that you go out and do something you love so much that you'd do it even if they didn't pay you for it. Uh, for example, with me, and I think uh, in that short conversation we had the other day, man, I love talking to people, and people ask me, what do you do for a living? Well, I give people uh, a voice that don't have the courage to speak for themselves. And when they understand that they can do it, that they have everything they need, it's very uh, fulfilling to me to see people come back and, and say things like you did uh, because, you know, there's one thing, Miles, that you do better than a lot better than and a lot better than anybody else living, and that's be you, see? Mm -hmm. And so I think your passion uh, is, uh, will lead you to destiny. And uh, it, it's not about agenda. It's about going out and adding value. Uh, if you think about when, uh, uh, bring it back to uh, uh, in Jesus' day and time, uh, God sent his son for one reason. What was that? He sent people to help, or he sent his son to help people. And if you understand, he didn't have an agenda. He knew his purpose, but he didn't right. have an agenda. Purpose is much more powerful than agenda. And so when you discover that, it will open doors that you didn't know existed. And that goes into personal branding, which I don't know how much we have left here, but it all goes back to celebrating who you are. So just tell us, what is personal branding then? Personal branding, very simple, is your personal reputation. That's all it is. Uh, if that's the case, then you have to ask yourself two questions. What, how important is it to me, and what am I willing to invest in it? Now, a lot of people, I see people going online with, you know, hear the big words, personal branding and social media. Uh, they go online, and they have no clue what they're doing, and I think they're doing uh, uh, more damage to their personal and company brand than if they weren't even there. Uh, personal branding, as I said, it's your personal reputation. That's all it is, nothing more. And what do people think when they hear your name? What thoughts come up in their mind? Well, everybody you know has a brand for you, your husband, your wife, your significant other, your pastor, whoever. So that's all it's about, personal reputation. Now, what you have to understand, you have to take that and you have to know how to market it using the power of social media. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So how, how do I, you know, work that brand and, and – and, and enhance, you know, what I'm doing in my social media? Well, what you do, number one, I always tell people, go out and register your name, your personal name. What's the sweetest sound in the world to you? Your personal name. People are always asking me, and they're trying to look for the perfect URL for their business. What's the – you already have the perfect URL. Go ahead and register your name. Everything emanates from you. That's the base of everything you'll ever do, see? Then what you do, what is social media? Social media equals starting a conversation. That's all it is. Social media is an online version of real life. Now, Miles, if I meet you on the street, let's say we meet, and uh, I say, hey, my name's Ronnie, uh, what's yours? What, do, what two options do you have? You can either say, hey, my name's Miles, or you can uh, say, get out of my face, right? <laughs> Wait. Well, so that's the same option you have online. People, it's not, people go online and they treat it like business media. They're taking online, uh, offline uh, uh, marketing 
uh, ideas and, and, and things that they've used for years, and they're trying to put it online. It doesn't work. Social media is a big party. If I invite you to my house and start trying to sell you something, you're probably not going to like me a lot. Well, that's, I see a lot of people doing that. So what you do, very simply, go out and register your name and start letting people know who you are and start adding value. You're an expert to everybody that knows you. Go out and start adding value to people's lives, and pretty soon they're going to start calling you as me and you, right, how we hooked up. I mean, it's just it's amazing what happens when you go out and add value. Value comes back to you. So once you start developing your personal brand, you get online and you start. Personal branding is all about raising your expert status. The higher your expert status, the less you have to negotiate. That's all personal branding is about. And we, I know we don't have a lot of time, but I could go into Michael Jordan and Oprah and, and uh, all these people that understand the power of a personal brand. Once you get that going, right? We have time. You can share uh, I, I didn't hear you, Miles. I'm sorry. I don't know. We, we have we have time. You can share that information. Okay. Well, what we what you do is people understood Brandy for a long time, and they see all the the race cars and the stadiums with the names. Well, what's happening right now, Miles? All the rules are off. I think most people would agree with that. All yes. the uh, as Gary Vaynerchuk says, all the middlemen have been removed. We yes. don't want to do business with a corporation. We do business with people. That's how we're created, people to people. Well, never in history have all the rules been removed. If that's the case, what does that mean? Is that good? Absolutely it's good. Why? We get to make our own rules. We no longer have to compete with the status quo. If I want to build my personal brand, I don't have to spend thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy newspaper ads and radio or TV. Now, those things still work uh, if you want to use them. But more and more people are going online. Do you know the average person spends 43 minutes per visit on YouTube? Wow. How amazing is that? <laughs> so when you understand how all this works and understand that, you know, I hear people stand up in uh, meetings all the time, networking meetings I go to, and, well, I've got 25 years' experience. I've got 30 years' experience. Well, with all due respect, sir, with all due respect, ma'am, that doesn't matter anymore. Okay? Right. So here's what's happening. You've had a large contingent of uh, I affectionately refer to them as old men running this country for many years. If you stop and think, what's happening to those people every day? They're dying, right? Right. What you've got, and this is very important to remember, what you've got is a contingent of 25 to 35-year-olds that are fast becoming uh, coming up, and they're taking positions of importance and, and authority. If you don't start learning how to communicate with those people, how they want to be communicated with, you and your business will become extinct, period, end of story, no discussion. Now, I'll give you a quick example. I have a son who's 21. I can call him nine or ten times on the cell phone, and probably nine or ten times he won't answer. If I text him, guess what's going to happen? He immediately gets back to me. See? Now, so I'm being dragged into texting. I never really liked it, right? So when you understand how all this works, everything's changing. But what it means is huge, huge, huge opportunity because we no longer have to compete with the status quo. We can go out and build our tribe, as Seth Godin calls it, and we can attract people to us, right, because we're out adding value. Um, I don't know if you saw my, my ultimate equation on my Facebook site. It says – uh, I came up with this ultimate equation. It says added value plus pure intent 
equals divine prosperity. Now, what does that mean? It means I'm here to help. I'm here to add some value, see so if I can help out. Uh, I have pure intent. I have no agenda, right? Right. What's going to come back to me? Divine prosperity. People all the time ask me, I mean, what is exactly that you do? Well, I come out, and I, I'm here to help. Think about Jesus when he came. What was he here? He's just here to help. I'm here to help. What if everybody you knew, Miles had that attitude? Right. <laughs> what what, what kind of world would it be? It's a completely different world. <laughs> a completely different world. But see, we're all out trying to sell somebody on something. Well, if you're going to sell somebody, people say, well, Ronnie, it really is not all about me. You know, I'm really big on me incorporated. Well, I'm here to tell you, brother, if you don't believe in you, how do you expect me to believe in you? And right. this book that I read one time on Gelion, you know what that is, right? The Good News, uh, better yeah. known as the Bible. It says, love thy neighbor as thyself. If I can't love me, how do I expect you to love me? See? So wow. it all starts with you. See? Well, Ronnie, I- I'm here to tell it's all about my customer. Well, there was a guy named Henry Ford one time that was quoted as saying, uh, if I had a list of my customers, I would have went broke. He said, uh, my customers wanted faster horses. So the customer is not always right. But I have some things on, you've probably seen them on Twitter, note to self. And yeah. I put engagement is the new promotion. See, we no longer want to be sold to. We want to participate in the, converse, the conversation. See, we're all the same. You know, it's not that, it's, it, it's not difficult to figure out, right? We all think generally the same. Wow. This, I mean, I'm just sitting here just in utter amazement. Like, you're, you're saying stuff that's just, people should, this is stuff that people should, should know. And they just, they miss the boat so many times. Well, here's the thing, and I've thought about that, Miles. Think about it. We are born creators. We're created in the Okum Kedoksa of Christ, the image and the glory, right? Right. The image and the likeness. So what does that make us? We're creators. Every thought we think, every word we speak is a creation. But we are conditioned into mediocrity. It, it, it's sad enough that everybody tells us where we should live, who we should marry, how many kids we should have, where we should work, what kind of car we should drive. That's sad. But you know what's even sadder? We listen to them. We listen to them. Wow. Wow. I tell you, don't do that. See, we always magnify what everybody else knows, and we minimize what we know. Well, let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) The key to you being free, the key to you living your destiny is doing something that you're immeasurably better at than anybody else on the planet. And you know what that is? Being you. Being you. See? A lot of people like you because you're you. See? But what have we been told our whole life? Ronnie, you're too particular. Ronnie, you're too high maintenance. That's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Yeah, it is to me. Right? (laughs) Yes, sir. So all I'm telling you, my number one goal when I talk, and I'm, I'm honored that you invited me on, my number one goal is to get people to think, okay? Because really it doesn't matter what I think about it. What matters is what you think, see? Right. Because you have a brilliant mind. We all do. We're all perfect spirits, right? But right. yet we don't go out and use that ability, see? Yes. And I tell people, if it ever really occurred to you, if it ever went from your brain down to your heart, from your head down to your heart, how good you are and how powerful you are, you wouldn't sleep for two weeks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just how it is, see? 
I get excited about this stuff. Why? First, for the first time in history, I feel like I have the keys to whatever I need. I feel like a kid in a candy store with no budget, you know? <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, I tell people there's billions of dollars changing hands in this economy. How many billions do you want? See? I only want one billion to start with. See? Now, I can do it by going out and building my social footprint by adding value and having people come to me. If I come to you and ask you about your business, Miles, who has all the power? It's certainly not me, see? Right, me. You do, see? But if you understand this, how powerful this is I've quoted out on Twitter, Notes of Self, um, engage and attract, I'm sorry, attract and engage is more powerful than chase and convince. I'll say that again. Attract and engage is more powerful than chase and convince. Wow. So think about this. Uh, you, you've heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Yes. Uh, the wine, a very inspirational dude. And uh, he said, my goal in life is to shake hands with every person living. Well, I've adopted that goal. Thank you, Mr. Gary. Uh, if I shake your hand and if I shake somebody's hand, what have I just done? I've got a good opportunity to start a conversation with them. Well, again, right. that's all social media is, is starting a conversation. Now, think about this, Miles. I'm going to set you up for a second, okay? Okay. Do you want to talk to people who may never do business with you? Hmm. Well, I'm setting you up. So, I, I look at do my you business. want to talk to people who do business with you? As a business person from just a, a completely business decision, I would say no. Yeah, but here, I'm, this will probably be the worst, uh, worst the price of the call that you're paying me here, Miles. <laughs> Listen to this. I hear no one talking about this. I'll give you a quick example. Let's say you're a real estate agent, okay? And I go to your uh, website, right? Your dot com, Miles W. Miller, right? Yes. You just told me you registered it. Good job. I go there, and I see this big old beautiful picture of you, okay? It really is all about you, brother, okay? So I see it. Now, the next thing we want to do is I want to check you out a little, and if I like you, I'm going to start a conversation with you, right? Right. Now, think about this. Uh, if I go there and I don't like you, do you think it really, I really care what you do for a living? Not at all. Doesn't really matter, does it? See, you're the same with me. We're always making judgments, right? But let's say I go to your site and I like you and I start, you know, nice, beautiful picture there, right? You're the star and director and producer of your show, brother. You, you're it, okay? Now, I go there and I see that you're into, I don't know, canoeing, okay? Wow, I love canoeing, okay? I may never want to buy a house. I don't, you know, I love my house, blah, 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 right? We start a conversation over canoeing. We get to know each other. Eventually, what am I going to bring up? Hey, Miles, I noticed you're in real estate. You know, I have my mom. She has uh, about 3,000 apartment units that she's wanting to get rid of. If I send her to you, do you think you could take care of her? Now, if I send her to you, how much time are you going to have to spend convincing her how good you are and uh, of your expert status? Not at all. 
None. Pull out, the, pull out the listing agreement, brother. Right? Now, think <laughs> right. about this. If I went to your site and I got bombarded by your business, I don't want to sell a house. You're in real estate, right? And right. we never started that conversation. Guess what? You would have never got this person sent to you. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Totally. Here's the thing. Whoever, whoever starts the most conversations over the next five to ten years is going to make the most money. It's all about starting a conversation. Say, let people self-select. I'd rather let people self-select than me try to select them, right? Right, right. So think about this. Would you rather have ten people that you convinced how good you were or a thousand people that probably would never do business with you out telling all their friends how good you are? Right. I, the, the latter, obviously. <laughs> How powerful. And see, most people say, oh, no, I don't want to talk to them. They, they're not my customer. Right. Everybody's my friend. See, I don't look at them as customers. I want to start as many conversations as I can. I have on Twitter, you may have noticed that note to Sherry. Now, right. I get on yes. social media to play and have fun. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Yes, sir. I definitely, I definitely picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, because here's the thing. Uh, like I told people, I have two things that must, and I may have told you this in our conversation earlier, I have two things that must be present before I get involved. Number one, it must be very simple. I call it kindergarten clear. The second thing is, it must. the fun quotient must be really high. If it's not real simple and a whole lot of fun, I ain't messing with it. I get one chance at today, brother. After it's over, no more chances, okay? Right. So think about this. I go and I have these tweets on uh, Twitter, note to Sherry. And I tweet out these little nice things to Sherry. Well, I got an interview from a lady. I think she was from Chicago, uh, Melody Campbell, very nice lady. Forgive me, Melody, if I got your city wrong. But uh, she called me and said, I got to interview the guy that tweets love notes to his wife. <laughs> that, that's the reason she called me and wanted to interview me. She started looking at my social footprint. See, I'm out having fun. Whoever has the most fun wins in this deal. But you've got all these experts out there telling you exactly how to do all this, and they're trying to monetize social media. What in the heck is that? See, I'm out to make as many friends as I can and to add value. And when I add value, what does the universal law say? I'm going to get value back, and generally it comes back tenfold. <laughs> does that make any sense? It makes a lot of sense. I think people are, are going to definitely um, – they're definitely hearing this. <laughs> Yeah, like I say, it made a lot of sense to me, and a lot of people I talk to, they're just they're pretty amazed because they're like, you know, I've never heard it explained like this. Well, this is how I do it. See, I was in real estate for 10 years, and I never closed a single person, and I never followed up with a single person, right? Right. And I sold a ton of real estate. Why? Real good at sitting and talking to people and having fun. You know, that's what I'm good at, being me, you know? So anyway, I hope I didn't go off on too far of a tangent. No, this is this is what I really wanted people to hear. This is this is you're giving people a blueprint to create freedom by being themselves. And see, okay that's you. that's really freedom comes from that. See, Miles, what if I told you? And I'll repeat this from earlier. The key to you being free, the key to you living your destiny, is doing something that you're immeasurably better than anybody else on the planet, and that's being you. Man, that's freedom. That's real freedom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sir, I, 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 like I, said, I wish we could leave this this show open all night and keep this conversation going, but I have it's to. It's all I good, to, brother. <laughs> could you give it, give the audience one 
a word of um, of encouragement before we before we go, just to keep them moving forward and, and encouraging that it's okay to be themselves. Okay, one word of encouragement, another note to self that I have, and the ebook will be available soon. I'll seek approval only from my heart. You don't have to. I'm not against going out and listening to people that have been there before you and hiring a coach and and doing all these things. Okay, but when the final analysis comes. Follow your, listen to your brain, and follow your heart. That's the word of encouragement that I have. Wow. Well, sir, it's been an absolute honor having you on the show. Can you let people know where we can find you on, um, on the Internet? Absolutely. Go to ronaldwilshire.com. That's R-O-N-A-L-D-W-I-L-S-H-E-R.com. I'd love to have you on my Way Cool Friends list, or you can go to Facebook, uh, I'm uh, spending a lot of time there these days. It's become quite fun. Uh, it's uh, facebook.com slash Ronald Wilshire, R-O-N-A-L-D-W-I-L-S-H-E-R. And I wanted to tell you that, uh, again, uh, Miles, I'm uh, honored uh, to speak with you, and I really enjoyed our time. Oh, likewise. And I, I look forward to having you back on the show many more times. Well, thank you very much. Have a, a happy fourth, and uh, God bless all our military uh, that uh, gave us uh, the, the ultimate price for our freedom. Yes, definitely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Miles. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, people, this has been um, a great, 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 great show um, for anybody who's, who wants to, to operate in freedom, true freedom. And I want you to take the note, take good notes off of this show, um, listen, download this podcast, email it to your friends, but more, most importantly, make sure you definitely – Definitely, definitely, definitely apply the principles that were given to you today because these were dynamic principles. But before I go, I want to thank and acknowledge uh, our guests for today, Mr. Anthony Collier, Mr. Perry Bernard, Mr. Ronald Wiltshire. Also, I want to give uh, acknowledgement to Mr. J.L. Godfrey, uh, Ms. Kamaria Finch, uh, Ms. D. Stewart, Ms. Natasha Allen, and Dr. Algerman Tart. Um, these are people who have been really instrumental in, in, in doing some dynamic things uh, behind the scenes with me. Also, Mr. Kenneth Moody, um, like I said, just dynamic people. Um, as always, people, it's an honor to bring this show to you each week, and I don't take, it, take your time lightly. I don't take your, um, you know, giving you uh, this content lightly, and I, I'm honored that you keep coming back each week, and um, I'm going to keep getting better to, to keep giving you better content. So, without a shadow of a doubt, this has been Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. And before I go, as I always give you my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.